You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I am Clint, and we got friends with us today. By friends, I mean friend. Uh, this is John from John Tweets Sport. John, say hi to the people for us. Hey, everybody. Glad to be here uh, with you fine folks on this wonderful day in December. Mm, mm. That's so right. We've got a special day planned. We're going to talk about recruiting. But before before, before we get there, uh, today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite. Uh, NetSuite is everything your business needs. Uh, we'll tell you more about them in a moment. But today's a very special podcast because we get to wrap up. I know many of you were on yesterday listening and watching us and bemoaning the fact that we weren't talking about recruiting. We told you we were going to we get tried. together. We tried. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. Um, so today is that day and tomorrow. We're going to bring it up into two episodes. If you join us on YouTube or on the audio side, glad that you're with us. Uh, Locked on Bulldogs for fans by fans. Uh, we're going to talk about the fan reaction to this recruiting class, this number three recruiting class as it stands today, according to 24-7, composites usually around that as well, two or three, depending on what service you're using. Uh, but we're going to break it down. Uh, today is the defensive side. Daniel, is that mm. correct? Mm. Mm. That's right. We're going to talk about defense today. We're going to talk about offense tomorrow. And so if you're looking for your Gunnar Stockton, Oscar Delp, Branson Robinson fix, we will be here. We will be here tomorrow. Uh, all three of us coming back. We'll, we'll be talking about that tomorrow. So two-parter. Uh, but today is the defense. I want to start with maybe some big-picture thoughts, though, on the recruiting class. You all can agree or disagree. I think the big-picture thought is this, fellas. Um, George is going to be good at football for a little while longer. I think that's the... That's the takeaway that uh, I'm working with primarily in looking at this recruiting class. The question for Georgia athletics moving forward is going to continue to be, will we be the champion or the runner up in whatever championship game we were, we are playing in and look, Georgia fans, that's been a difficult question for us as of late other fan bases like to mock us for not being able to get over the hump. But let's just be real. Texas A&M ain't played for a championship in 70-some years. Tex- like These are not things that these schools are familiar with at all. And yet Georgia is out here perennially stacking this talent. And we're going to be very good at football for a very long time, fellas. Could not agree more. Um, Texas A and M. I'm very, I'm very uh, happy for for their fan base. Maybe Jimbo Fisher can find a way to finish higher than third or fourth in the in the uh, division with all that talent it's that he's stacking there. Say. It's impossible uh, to say. You know, Kirby Kirby Smart uh, has said in very different variations that you know uh, you got to have players to win in Georgia. Got some mm-hmm. players, guys, on the defensive mm-hmm. side of the ball, especially got some players in this uh, recruiting class for this sure. Is, it's really important to keep our frame of reference. Now, other fan, if you're here because you're you're gonna you know troll for having number one Texas A&M or number two Bama, like that's fine. I don't really mind so much. Uh, mm-hmm. Here's the thing that you have to understand about the 
the broad scope of college athletics, college football, recruitment, foundation, all of these things. Um, this is how you make that perennial powerhouse program every single time you get players in a pipeline you get expectancy with that you get the right coaches uh look at dan lanning going out dan lanning we replace shoes right there like you just you stock all the way back and we're not talking depth like too deep we talk planning ahead forecasting ahead years and years down the road go look at all the programs it took them years and years and years to make it to this level that we're already at and we do have that hump it's a hump we got to get over like i'm mm-hmm. not making excuses i'm not even mm-hmm. trying to dismiss it but mm-hmm. this is the exact recipe there's no other recipe like y'all there is no other recipe than getting elite coaches and elite talent and giving yourself a chance every single year to be there and that's what we're doing, literally. That's I mean, and and listen, it's why there's only two teams that have a chance to win the national championship this year. There's four teams left. There's only two of them that have a chance to win the national championship this year. Sorry, not sorry. Their names are Georgia and Alabama. Those are the only two teams that have a shot. Michigan might beat Georgia. That's whatever. But they're not beating Alabama. They're not winning a national championship. Because you have to have this elite talent. Michigan is has been recruiting better as of late, but yeah. uh, but not doing it. And this is the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. So before we get into these defensive players, which John, I'm going to start asking you for names in a second. But we should mention Clint as mm. the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. We should update the people. Florida does check in at 50th overall in the. We 20th said we're going to do this every day. It's there. <laughs> They're sitting at 50, 50th overall. Like I could start reading the names of some teams that are ahead of them, like Oregon State and Northwestern and Illinois. These are teams that have recruited better than the University of Florida. So just Georgia fans, just just soak it all in. It's great. But Florida, but Florida did get that one recruit that decommitted to recommit. <laughs> And therefore, nice. therefore, stole this recruit. Winning, I will not yeah. name. They, I, yeah. I won't name him, but stole him back from Kirby Smart and Nick Saban. Uh, Just killed us. Killed us. Killed us. Yeah. Killed, killed us. us. That, one, that one guy. Illinois is five spots ahead of you. <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> okay. So now, John, we're talking about defensive players, and there's a million that we could go to. There are five, according to twenty four seven Sports Composite. There are five five-star defensive players who are signed, inked on the dotted line, ready to come to Athens. That's five five-star defensive players. So, John, where do you want to start? Who's the name that's the most exciting to you? That's the first question. <laughs> it's That's an impossible question. Uh, well, with those got- with with those guys, but what I will say, I'll tell you. Minutes, so let's go. Yeah, twenty three more minutes. I'll tell you. So there. So so I'll start with um, the one that I am thrilled that Georgia was able to bag is uh, Jaheim Singletary. So Singletary was committed to Ohio State. He's a five star corner. Um, depending on where you're looking, he's you know the number. He's in the top five of of corners in in the country. Um, I think, you know, Jaheim was one that decommitted from Ohio State. And our boy Will Muschamp with Jamil Adai. Oh, I'm sorry. But, but Will Muschamp put in the work 
on Singletary. Mm. Um, there, you know, it's it's documented on on the Twitters and other places of of Will Muschamp like like putting in the work to get uh, Jaheim. And uh, I think you know if you look at what Adai has done with this with the secondary class. And you layer it on with Muschamp being the closer of being able to go and get these guys and mm. and understand the eye for talent. Like it, Singletary has got to be one that I'm that that I'm probably most excited about. Mostly because you know it's to get a decommit from Ohio State, somebody who's from Jacksonville, Florida, uh, to to you know find their way. Uh, to the University of Georgia as a five-star cornerback is just yep. that's that's what that's what you want, right? Like you want guys who uh, who who were going to a blue blood who changed their mind, b- whether it was because you swooped in or whether it's uh, you swoop in after they change their mind um, and you and you get them on campus and you and you close them. So he's great, Marvin Jones Jr. I think is going to be like a Ooh. generational. That's my guy, edge rusher, Marvin Jones. That's my Jr. guy right is, there. Is unreal. Um, and I'll let you talk about him if you want. Um, but yeah, for me, it's Singletary. I think you know g- the most gifted of the five of the five stars is probably Malachi Starks. I think that guy can mm. play like wherever you put him on the field, uh, kind of in the mold of a of a Champ Bailey. Um, I'm sorry, or maybe even a Heinz Ward kind of guy. Yep, yep. I'm come telling on. you guys, I'm throwing no. names. No. Hey, I'm throwing no. all the no. names. Out Listen, there. I'm not he magic. didn't come I out. Actually, I actually needed Malachi Starks. This this talk, I needed it after losing a couple safeties because of what I said on this pod a couple days ago. I need a safety back here. And I think that now that I look at Man. it, now that I understand, I think you're not far off, John. And no, I'm glad no. you're getting that me kid, I'm glad that the ball. is coming. So, now we're talking. Yeah. So for me, I think, you know, for uh, as you're seeing a theme, every guy I'm excited about for different reasons. Um, and it's just impossible to order them. But – that's my my Love initial it. just kind of gut reaction of what I'm excited about. Love it. Uh, we're going to come back after this and get more reaction out of this recruitment class. But first, this is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software to see the full picture. You need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. John, are you or are you not the CEO of NetSuite? We we have a bet going. It's a running it's a it's a theory we're workshopping. N- not yet, guys, but I'm wor- okay. I'm trying to find my way in there. Working right, his way up. Okay. <laughs> we're talking. NetSuite is <laughs> right here first. Vice president of NetSuite, John from John Tweets. He's the listen. vice president of, of yes. NetSuite. Uh, With visibility, control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. It can automate processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead. 93% of survey businesses increase visibility after upgrading. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering one-of-a-kind financing problem to those who are ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for special end of the year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. It's it's not just Singletary. Um, it's, he's not the only five star defensive back we signed. No, it's sir. not just it's not just Malachi Starks. They're not the only no. two five star no. defensive backs that we no. signed no. in this class. 
you come on out with Dalen Everett, another five-star corner, another kid from down in Florida, IMG Academy, which is uh, the University of Georgia Junior is what we call it uh, down there. Uh, and all yeah, of a sudden, Clint, go ahead. You got you got Julian Humphrey in on that too. Like, oh yeah, talking no defense. Oh, we the corners so just keep coming. Backs. Oh yeah, they just We're keep the coming. And here's the thing that I'm so excited about about this defense. Here's the big picture that I didn't get to in first segment. Yeah, there are two yeah. positions that the defense said, you know what, we're going to go get. We're going to get guys that can cover on islands, and then we're going to get guys who can scream off the edge and to, to hell with everything else. I don't care. We're going to go get guys on the back end that we could say, hey, five DBs, y'all good covering receivers? Good. Because you're not getting any help. Because all these blazing fast mad cats are going to be going that way against the quarterback. Um, Malachi Starks, to me, is the key to this. I was thinking about this a little bit more today. As news broke, the safeties decommitting or, or not signing going elsewhere. And I thought to myself, I need somebody on the back end that's beyond athletic, that is smart, that is savvy. I need, I need the whole combination because I'm sick of getting beat in coverage time after mm. time after time again. And I did go look at Malachi starts. Uh, do you know what he played a whole lot of on the other side of the ball? A great deal in, in high What's school, that? y'all? He played quarterback a great deal. I don't mm -hmm. know if you understand mm. what that means as a defensive mm -hmm. back, as you understand the, the nature of playing quarterback and safety and athleticism all the way across. This kid is smart. He can see the field. Um, he was one of the first ones to sign. He just came out here. And and again, guys, he's he's number one in his position, number one athlete, right? No hubbubaloo. Just Baller, just like dude. signed and said, let's go ball. I'm fine. Um, yeah. This cat might be become my absolute all-star favorite from this yeah. class. Yeah. Yeah. Did we mention, too, that uh, that, was, that was a great rundown on Starks. Did we mention that we – that Georgia uh, pulled – Dalen Everett from the clutches of uh, of Dabo Sweeney and the collapsing uh, Clemson recruiting class. I'm sorry. Let's just take <laughs> a moment there, if we could, John. Let's just sit there for a second. Talk to us Which, about what's happening over there in uh, in South Carolina these days. So, so oh, wow. I so so a couple of schools have lost their coach their their coordinators to head coaching jobs, mm -hmm. and I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to what has happened with those schools. But Clemson is a great example <laughs> where they lost their defensive coordinator to a head coaching job in Oklahoma to at, at Oklahoma and their recruiting class imploded on them. <laughs> Guys, it, it's almost a, it's almost as if that guy that left was the guy that was doing all the work, John. Is that what I'm is that what So if you if if I'm in a group project <laughs> and mm -hmm. and homeboy in the group project all of a sudden is sick with mono and he's out of the group yes. and now nobody has any idea what's going on that's a pretty good indicator that 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 guy or gal is the one that was really carrying all the weight. Yeah, this sounds, this sounds like it's a almost, really, really specific story to you, Daniel. Just so you know, yeah. right now, the mono I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to name names, but I think we all know who I'm talking about. It's almost also, guys. I will say this: it's almost like the the man who has left is the guy that has been complaining about athletes getting <laughs> nil. 
and, Interesting. And, 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 and being able to transfer and being able to make choices for themselves, that's the guy that's left. And so the players around that, that were coming uh, mm-hmm. were obviously not coming for that guy. And he's the one standing. Yeah. I'm trying to put this back. He's, but, he's the last guy there. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but I don't think we can overstate like the how big it is for Georgia to put together this secondary class. We saw, I mean, you guys, you know, we saw it as Georgia fans, what happened in the off season. We had to go to the portal and get Darian Kendrick, who has been, who has, who has played well for Georgia this year. Um, But having to piece together that secondary and, you know, and, and they've played um, for the most part up until the, the last, last outing have played better than expected, but to, but to build that depth back up on the bench so quickly in one class is just, it's just fantastic. And now, you know, Georgia signed 26 players. They have a few spots to go out into the portal if they need to. They can get up to, I think, you know, 31 or 32 probably this class. Um, and so it's setting up really nicely on that side of the ball to uh, to be really strong, which is not surprising. I mean, you got Muschamp. You got to die. You got Ooh. Kirby Smart. You got Trey Ooh. Scott. You got some guys just, who can Just imagine the, the reason why these five but, stars, these five five stars, mm-hmm. walk into a room with those guys you just mentioned and talk shop football with. And like, of course, and let's give and let's give Kirby Smart his due. Dan Lanning took a job as a defensive co- as a uh, as a head coach. Georgia lost their defensive coordinator, um, right? And and the class did not implode. Um, they were yeah. they were able to actually continue to pull in uh, a very very talented group group of guys. What like you know, it's almost as if Kirby is the straw that's stirring this drink, and not just any of the coordinator. Now, listen uh, to that point, John, on the on the defensive secondary, and I think that's a great point that um, you you see a guy like. Lavoisier Carroll and no slight to Lavoisier Carroll because I mean kudos to the kid and and he did an admirable job mm-hmm. you know but like when you're moving running backs yep. in the spring to play corner yes. in the SEC yes you have a problem at corner this you is do. the that's what we're saying and it's not yep. injuries and it's not guys missing time it mm-hmm. like there's a problem at corner mm-hmm. And now you you not only <clears throat> have um, some young some young talent like Keely Ringo who's going to come back next year as a veteran on this in this yep. secondary. You got Nyland Green yep. who's been all year learning the system, learning the playbook. You remember how excited we were about this kid? That's another five star kid yeah. coming oh. back next year into this into the system. Don't and, sleep on Kamari Lassiter. Kamar showed showed a lot of flashes this year and seems like he's going to be a factor at star or some other position somewhere. Yep. yep. And now you got these all this influx of of five-star talented four or five-star talented defensive backs. Mm-hmm. It, it's a it it becomes all of a sudden a position of incredible strength for this UGA defense. And you add to it some of the guys on the edge that Clint was talking about earlier, and you you you've got you got a real situation on the defense. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about some of those other some of those defensive linemen that we haven't talked yeah. about. I want to talk about maybe these these linebackers. Georgia signed a couple of linebackers in this class. Mm-hmm. John, I want your thoughts on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do all that, Clint. After we after we talk about this. That's right. You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile. 
for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of free 5G phones so you can listen to all the latest episodes of Lockdown Bulldogs. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so you and your family can harness all that brain power too. And all the power of, of America's largest 5G networks so you can do all of it at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. Boost Mobile. Disclaimer, free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offer coverage not available everywhere or for all phones networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. Also want to let you know about Bet Online, your online sportsbook expert. They are the place that Clint and I have been telling you about for a long time that we go to place all of our wagers. And yet, some of you still have not been. You still have not signed up for an account. You still have not taken advantage of the offer that they are giving. And so, one more time, we are going to let you know that if you go to betonline.ag right now and you enter the promo code LOCKED ON, you will get a 50% bonus on your initial deposit. That's 50% added on top to whatever you deposit. You deposit $100, $200, whatever. They are going to give you a 50% match right on top, which means you have more money with which to bet on the NBA. You have more money to bet on the NFL. You have more money to bet on college bowl games, the most wonderful time of the year. Bowl games start hmm. tomorrow, the Bahamas hmm. Bowl. Get your money in. John, you got to pick for the Bahamas Bowl. Go. <laughs> I d- who's playing in the Bahamas Bowl? Toledo. picks in, guys. Who? Toledo, Middle Tennessee. Oh my Toledo, God. Middle uh, Tennessee. Give me what's the line? I'm sorry. I be- I believe it is. Last I checked, I believe Toledo's favored by a handful. I can't remember. Give me Middle Tennessee to cover. He, on, dogs in bowl games win. all day. Dogs in bowl games all day. Absolutely. I don't think they'll. Yeah. I don't think they'll win it outright, but they'll cover. All right, you heard it here. John is ridiculously confident that if you go to betonline.ag right now and bet your life savings on Middle Tennessee to cover whatever spread it is, he doesn't even know. No, legal analysis says no. Don't do that. Okay, next, continue. Uh, Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook expert. Enter the promo code locked on right now for fifty percent bonus. All right, uh, you said something about linebackers and defensive line, Daniel. Yeah. So, well, it's I said. Um, on Tuesday's show, Clint, that if I could take one guy, if I could guarantee the signing of one guy on uh, signing day, then it would be Marvin Jones. And um, lo and behold, the FSU legacy, um, the Florida native, Mm -hmm. he looked Mike Norvell in the eye and he said, hard pass. No I will be headed up north to he didn't to be clear he did not even look towards Gainesville didn't even did not even glance that direction towards <laughs> Gainesville on his way up the road to Athens no. uh Marvin Jones Jr is is a problem coming around the corner he is a problem coming off the edge he is a true pass rusher he is physical he is fast he has got uh, he's got skill and talent. He's got moves, um, and he's just got raw athleticism. That's a dangerous combination for a kid who's coming out of high school and ready potentially to step into the SEC and make an impact 
early in his career. John, do you think that we could see Marvin Jones Jr. make an impact for the Georgia Bulldogs next year? That's my question to you. Uh, I do. I mean, he has all the physical traits that you would want in a true edge rusher. So he's he's 6'5", he's 245. He'll add a, a, a few pounds in the offseason um, in, in, in the Georgia weight program. Um, but if you watch him, like I, I went back, I was watching him, um, earlier today and his ability, like his, his, the, the dip and rip move is what they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, he, his, his ability to have a move like that, essentially as mastered as it can be coming out of high school is just incredible. Like, you know, he, he's obviously got a, He'll develop his 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 full like toolkit when it comes to to pass rushing, but man, yep. he can he he's he's strong, he's lean, um, or or long, I guess is maybe the better way to say that. And so, yeah, I think he can make. I think he, he's he's the one of those guys that's an immediate impact player. If you look at him from the evaluations, you know it's it's already there's no reason why the guy couldn't be a first round edge rusher three four years from now um coming out of this georgia system so i would see i would i would expect him to 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 contribute a a lot in in, at georgia next year yeah and you you combine that too which you didn't even mention but um i'll mention for you with just position of need i mean really you got you got robert beald gonna be moving on obviously adam anderson not gonna be connected to this program ever again yep and so you got MJ Sherman, and you got—I yep. mean, you got this guy. Like yep. the, this, yeah. this could be a a rotation that you're looking at right there, with yep. two very young, yeah. very green yeah. uh, edge guys. You yeah, might you got, you got Chaz Chaz Chambliss yeah. in there um, in the mix, but yeah, you're you know you're when you look at comparison of who is who is coming off the bench. Yeah, you're right. I, thanks for thanks for the assist on that one. He you know I think the the depth the is not there. The yeah, yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't have guys uh, that are that are lining up to uh, to take that spot at the moment. So he's right. going to have a good, good a chance as anybody. All right, John, talk to us about these two linebackers because mm-hmm. I mean I want to ask you about Big Bear because that's that's the guy yeah, that Bear. I think I think most most excited about in this class. But we we might have to. Mm-hmm. I want to put him kind of on the back burner because I think two yep. two very two guys that are not being talked about in yep. this defensive class are the two linebackers. You got Jalen Walker out of North Carolina, and then you got C.J. Washington, the Cedartown prospect. Yep. Um, yep. Talk to us about these guys. What excites you about them? What do you like? What do you see? So CJ Washington, I uh, I actually got a chance to see CJ Washington in person. There um, it is. That, Inside that of Intel. There you go. That kid, what what was <laughs> I think what was more impressive? So so his athleticism in general. So when I saw him, I think he rushed for about 200 yards in a game <laughs> playing running back. <laughs> he averaged he averaged like 10 yards per carry as a running Dude, back. I'm sorry, um, does, does Cedartown have a history of putting out running backs? I can't remember. Yes, no. It's hard to say. Yes, a, a little, little say. guy named little, little little man named Nick Chubb um, from Cedartown, Georgia. Uh, but this kid, his athleticism is just through the roof. And so when you look at um, Guys that have played the linebacker position at Georgia, 
N'Kobe Dean, Roquan Smith, um, what these guys have been more than, you know, kind of um, more than their technique, which has been elite under the coaching of Glenn Schumann and, and the defensive staff, their athleticism has been very clear. Their ability to yeah. cover guys, their ability to get to the quarterback, their ability to be both strong and fast. Um, and that's what you're getting in CJ Washington. I mean, that kid, um, I'm really excited uh, from seeing him in person. I'm really excited to see him at Georgia. He's he's going to have to you know put on a few pounds. I think he's Round 210, 215, and so he'll bulk up a little bit, but but he is uh straight up straight up athlete and he's he's all the things that you would want in a linebacker. Um, the man a, a kid they that, put him on the edge yeah. with his hand on the ground a few times. Oh, yeah. He plays basketball, he plays track, he ran eleven point <laughs> three in the hundred yard meter. Talk <laughs> about athletic and talk about wanting to rush around. It, this is yeah. all the things that you look for in a prototypical mm. linebacker. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yep. So you so you take that. And then you take uh, Jalen Walker, and he may be even better. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's built in the same mold. Yeah. Walker's a little bit bigger, so he's he's got a couple inches, I think, on on Cedric. Uh, or, I'm sorry, on CJ Washington. Um, but man, both of both of these guys, they, they are athletic. They they are physical. Um, as high school linebackers, they are they will certainly. Um, you know, they've, they've taken on linemen. They've, you, you can see it on their, on their tape. They are, they're fast and physical. Um, and what I love about kind of where the, you know, kind of where offense has, uh, has gotten to in college football is these are guys that can, that, that they're not going to beat and get beat in coverage on a tight end. Right. But they're also going to get to the quarterback. They're also going to stop the run. Like, um, they are mm. built to play in this system, um, both from size, but most importantly, just just pure athleticism. Just you know, there's some dogs. So um, mm. uh, Georgia fans mm. should be really excited about these two guys. If you look at the mold of uh, a Roquan Smith, a Nakobe Dean, um, that's what you got with these two I'm guys listening. coming up. Yeah, I don't. yeah. I think I'm I think you also have you know a little bit of CJ Washington, a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, Channing Tindall there thrown in there with some speed. I was waiting for that comp. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. the one. That's the good. one you're looking for. Uh, <clears throat> they will get beat in coverage if they're going against one tight end in particular, but they won't ever have to go up against that tight end in particular because that's why they. That's why you sign with Georgia, folks, so you don't ever have to cover Brock Bowers. Just period. <laughs> that's you the cover, recruiting pitch to linebackers. Like you cover you go you somewhere cover, else. What they tell them is you're going to cover Brock Bowers in practice, so therefore you will cover the best tight end in the country. <laughs> Every single day, in, no in one country, will beat you, regardless of level of football. In the country, no one, no one will beat you after a week That's of trying right. to cover Brock Bowers. Uh, um, listen, real because we're out of time. We got to. Yeah. We're tomorrow. We're coming back talking about the offense. But um, final note on, on on Big Bear. Do you all remember there was a time, and it was right after Aubrey Solomon signed with Michigan. Mm-hmm. Do, you, mm-hmm. do you remember this? I'm taking the Wayback Machine. Okay, I don't. Remember. What year was that? What year was that? That was uh, that was twenty fifteen, something like that. Sixteen, yeah, maybe. Like I don't know. And I thought I remember thinking to myself, "Will Georgia ever sign a big name defensive tackle? Like, will will we ever be able to acquire?" I just all I only say that to say, 
that this man, Jordan Davis, is going to be doing things for the Georgia football program long after he's gone. You understand? Like, he's long after he's gone, Jordan Davis is still making an impact because there's one reason and one reason alone that this man, Alexander, is coming to Athens. And he he wears number 99, and he his name is Jordan Davis. Uh, this This type of, when you get the notoriety and you finish ninth in the Heisman voting as a defensive tackle, mm-hmm. when you get that kind of publicity and people start to see the system, listen, there's no, there's a reason that these these all these five-star defensive players want to come play football in Athens because because you get the spotlight shined on you when you when you come here. This is this is it. This is defensive football at the highest level and these guys want to win championships, yes, but they also want to play in the league and and check back with me and the NFL draft time rolls around and how many of these Georgia defensive players are about to get their names called because it's going to be a lot yep. of them. And yeah. wait till and wait till you hear Three years from now, when you've had Jalen Carter and Devontae Wyatt and Jordan Davis, and you know, not, and that's just the defensive line. We're, mm-hmm. we're about to start stacking them up. Yep. About to start stacking yeah. them up, guys. It's, it's going to be great. Yeah, this 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 starting defense right now mm. has got 10, 10 players that'll be drafted in the NFL of the eleven. Yep. Ten of them will be drafted in the NFL. As a lot, that's a lock. It's a lot. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, we won't tell so, you who the eleventh is. You'll have to check. I'm not going to say. Well, I'm just saying the well, the, the <laughs> one that won't be drafted should be drafted over another one that will be drafted. I'll just yes. leave it right there. I'll leave it right there. <laughs> yes, okay. and he plays um, safety. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> we're coming back tomorrow. Lockdown Bulldogs podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We're talking about the office. We only got it halfway through, y'all. We got we got Gunner Stockton, we got Oscar Delp, we got Branson Robinson, we got a whole plethora of wide receivers. We're going to talk about if there are any deficiencies in this class. We're going to get to all of that and more tomorrow. Join us then. Leave us a comment down below. Subscribe. Leave us a rating and review on the audio side, and uh, we will see you guys tomorrow. See you.